Hey, 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 hey. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is just my thoughts, and I am the host, Walt, 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 Big Walt, whatever you want to call me. But you know, let's just get into it. Um, well, first, let me back up. Let me backtrack. Let me backtrack. Um, as of late, I haven't really been getting in too much, but working, grinding. Um, all is well. Um, I got some feedback from previous shows, and it's, people seem to enjoy them. So that's just uh, I'm just going to focus on current events on this show. Um, so, with that being said, let's get into let's see. Uh, so, since if you went to politics at all, let's talk about the midterms and whether you voted or did not vote or um, have a side, you. Whether you're Democrat, Republican, um, the two major big ones, or Libertarian or Independent, whatever the case may be, um, it was a point in time where I was a little bit younger, and my perspective of politics um, is still similar and still kind of the same, is that they're all full of you-know-what. Um, whether you're Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, I, I can't say... Th- Everybody, but I think it's some people who do have good intentions, but once they get uh, involved into it and they see the system for what it is and they try to do whatever they can. But the system itself is flawed to me, and I still feel that way. But the difference between then and now with me is that I still participate in voting with the hopes of it um, having an effect to whatever degree it may be that helps. So that's how I view politics. I try to learn as much as I can about each individual and whatever party they represent and whatever I kind of agree with or want to see happen off of what they say they will try to accomplish while they're in Power or in that particular If they win um, I will vote for that particular Individual in hopes of They keep their promise Um, You know But it's it's never that easy So with that In mind um, Let's play a clip for you guys And I'll meet you on the other end Red wave rising. That is the focus of tonight's angle. I turn to be a wave election and you're going to lose the Senate. I'll bet you a thousand dollars right now. The knives are being sharpened right now for Joe Biden. You know, Democrats are going to get crushed on November 8th because a red wave is coming. But I'm betting that Joy will learn two new words on Tuesday. It's red wave. How big could that looming red wave get? We begin this Sunday morning with expectations of a red wave this Tuesday. I think this election is going to be a red wave. I think we're going to win. You know what? I I think, you know, your predictions of a red wave are accurate. And the reason I say that is because now even the mainstream media is catching up. We've been hearing, is it going to be a red wave? Is it going to be a red tsunami? I think it's going to. So. With that in mind, so obviously the red, if you know the the very basic about um, politics, you know, the the red is the uh, Republicans and the blue are the Democrats. And um yeah, so that was a clip that was of obviously by the pro-Republican Party media. Um, oh, don't get it twisted. The Democrats have their media as well. That was just a little snippet that I took from 
uh, the red, the red side of it, because obviously you heard the red, the red wave and this, that, and the third. Um, so apparently, it appears that the Republicans were gassed up and were anticipating such a big um, show for the Republican side because of everyone's supposedly be it are tired of the Democrats and they're, I guess they're called extremists as well because, you know, um, I don't know, whatever their policies are, um, they, I guess, so their policies from my understanding of what I observed and I view were, um, I think, so one of that I know for sure was the, uh, What was it? The student loan forgiveness one where they only forgive 10 K, but I mean, 10 K is better than nothing. Right. So I, I agree with that. Um, what's another one that I could possibly think of? Let me see. Let me see. Oh, so they wanted to get the healthcare thing going, but that was, I guess, shot down too as well. Also, uh, Critical race theory was a thing that the Democratic Party was trying to get pushed, um, but that was such a, a no-no for the Republican side. Um, it's a plethora of different topics and, and, and things that they uh, wanted to implement that I agree with. Um, but to me, it appears that they, were, they had a letdown because it, it seems like that they didn't necessarily get the outcome to what they was looking for. Um, I observe other feedback, well, well, clips or current times like today, for example, where all those people that you just heard in that clip kind of sound disappointed. Like it, it wasn't, the outcome wasn't what they expected. They thought it was going to be like this surge of like a whole bunch of like um, Republicans taking over the House, the Senate, and all that good stuff, but it didn't happen the way that they wanted to happen. But like outside of the 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 parties, right? I encourage you guys to like take the time. I know on the surface, right, it, it, it's all shenanigans and it's it's all silly stuff. But honestly, these people are voted into these positions and they really do hold weight in the sense of how it affects your daily lives. So I encourage you all to, uh, kind of older or younger and shout out and shout out to the younger generations. It turned out that I forget the generation Gen Z generation Zen. I don't want to miss. I don't know, but the younger, the youth are, very active and have been very active in this midterm elections. And that's kudos to those guys, man. The, the youth are, are very active and they're paying attention. And, 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 it, and it, it appears that it's not becoming a older person thing. Right. So if you really pay attention, it turns out that the younger generation was very active with the midterm elections and going out and voting on Democrats and Republicans and sharing their opinions and their thoughts on it. So kudos to the youth. And that's very, very good, because I can honestly say when I was their age, I mean, I knew a politics and I knew what it was and I knew how it operated and how this net goes. But I was never like the young guy who was really into it. And really went out to vote and really participated and really 
went to town halls and heard a politician out and really was like into it, into it. It wasn't until I got a bit older to where I really focused in on it and started paying attention to what people's policies were and what they wanted to implement and what would affect me. So I was far more older as a person than the youth now. And kudos to those guys and gals. I, 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 I admire that, and I wish that I had their mindset at that age. So that's I, 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 I respect that a lot, a great deal. So I encourage whether you younger or older to kind of pay attention and follow. Like, just stop. Like, you know, if you got a little leisure time, take a take a little second because – this election, you know, it, it affects your most people. It kind of seems like they participate more so into when it comes to like the president and the vice president. It's not like they really pay attention as much when it comes to the midterm. But I encourage everybody to kind of like pay attention and get into it a little bit if it interests you. But let's pivot. So. This is where it get a little bit juicy, right? Where where the show gets entertaining, if you will. But it's truthful, and I have a lot of respect for this guy, and, and I respect him and, and a, a great deal. Um, but if you really pay attention to uh, to you, of course you know. If you don't know, is Jay? Um, he's really standing on what he said, man. Like, and 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 they took a lot from him financially, economically, you know, all that good stuff. But he still stand on what he said, and he's not folding. And apparently he meant what he said because, you know, he went, I think he went, I think he was worth like $2 billion. He was in the B's, you know, and, and if that's your thing, if you're only focusing or you're only focused on your financial gains and, and that's all that matters to you, then, you know, that's your thing. So you're, you're, you're able to be censored in a, in a way. Like we all have these barriers that could possibly uh, put a muzzle on us, if you will, or give cause us to be hesitant. Because whether you're looking for security, financial, whatever the case may be, you know, you're not going to go into your job and be like, fuck you and yada, yada, yada. But I admire, I admire Ye because he... He had tons of money and he still do. Don't get me wrong, but I'm saying he was he was a billionaire. So this clip I'm going to play for you guys. It's a bit lengthy, but it's worth the wait. So just, you know, check it out and I'll be back uh, here on the other side. They can't control me. You get what I'm saying? They can control Shaq. They can control Charles Barkley. They can control LeBron James. They can control Jay-Z and Beyonce. But not you, man. But they can't control me. You not see, you. it ain't no name I won't name. Exactly. It's up. Not you. You know what I'm saying? And just for Minister Farrakhan, I love you. But the way you read that, I took that as a slight. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm taking no disrespect from nobody. So let's get on the phone and let's talk that out. I don't care who you are. I ain't taking no slights from nobody. Right? I ain't taking no slights from nobody. It's God. That's the only person that I serve. My mom ain't here. My mama was sacrificed. Me too. You understand? Yeah, appreciate Michael you. Jordan, what about him? His daddy, right? Bill Cosby, his son, right? Dr. Dre, his son. You're out in Hollywood, a lot of people come up missing. Feels like it might be a lot of that 
in order to control, traumatize. They want to monetize and traumatize. And God loved me. You understand? They, they hit me. Gap, Adidas, all that away. Still, Forbes, who hate me, right, had to write net worth 400 million. Jesus is king. God loved me. That's more important than keeping alive. That's the thing. You know what I'm saying? It's, and this truth is going to be heard. Y'all can't send none of y'all meat mills, y'all puppies, y'all little boozy, none of these names, none of these people that have to listen to y'all because they're dealing with, they have legal, I never killed nobody, right? I'm the pussy that never killed nobody, right? But that means I can say whatever I want and not go to jail. So that was yay. And if you heard what he said, like he's saying a lot. Like, this dude is really, really, really roughing a lot of feathers, if you will, man. Like, and I respect that, but I hope that this dude is unharmed. I hope that he understands, and I'm pretty sure he does, what comes with the territory when you speak like this. I mean, we have numerous of examples, I mean, throughout history, especially from our people, our African-Americans, black uh, whatever you, more, whatever you want to call yourself throughout history. If you're a person of melanin and you start to talk this way and you start to affect people and you start to make people think and analyze and critique and critical, critically think about certain scenarios and situations, you know, I hope that brother, um, is moving in a certain way, moving in, moving in a manner to which the attention that he is bringing to the world for speaking the way that he's speaking. Because not a lot of people in his position with his influence and his power is going to do what he has done and is still continuing to do. I mean, let's be honest about it. I mean, on the very on the same people that he he spoke on, from the Shacks to the LeBron James to the Puffies to the to the whoever, like all those guys who are very rich individuals, Meek Mill, all those guys that he he spoke of in that interview, that little clip. These guys are in the same, if not similar, positions that Ye is in. They could have been spoke their truths. So you got to understand that on this world, in this world and on this planet, that there are people who stand for something and it's not all about money. It's bigger than money. It's about enlightening their people and enlightening people in general and speak on what they hold to be the truth and what they feel is right. Not everyone is willing to be censored because of you take not everyone is willing to be censored because you took away or you're taking or you're going to take away their financial opportunities. And I commend Con I, I, I respect Ye for that. Like he he is a modern Malcolm. He's a modern Martin. He's a modern Ali did the same thing when he was at the, at the height of his career and they wanted him to go to war. And he was a little, you know, all these guys, all these people who, who, who sacrifice 
their life, basically, their their moment to shine, their their life. They they were they were comfortable with living with the burden of death or not a pleasant outcome. You don't think that Malcolm knew his fate? Honestly? I mean, think about it. Think, I mean, honestly, think about it. Martin, think about it. Think about those times. Think about in that time frame and, th- and, and what they changed. Martin, 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 Mr. King himself, he was so influential that the concept of this segregation and, and, and blacks can't do this with whites and this, that, and the third, he made it made sense to where the laws which were, were, were changing and they changed. Malcolm. He he took he he basically came back from Mecca and said, "Oh, not not all white people are that way." And he went against the grain. In the NOI, the the, the nation of in the nation, the white man was the devil. So when he came back from his Hodge, and he came back, and then on top of what he found out about Muhammad Elijah. So he totally went against the grain. So these are all the people that basically knew their fate and they knew the ramification. They knew the outcome of what was going to happen to them by speaking on such sensitive topics. And I, and I, and I, 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 I'm in the mindset that yay falls into that category because the things that he is saying right now, Pretty much, if this were, if this were, if this was 1965, he would have been silenced by now. So maybe by 2022, you know, you got to be a little bit more strategic. You can't, you can't just blatantly do it because technology, right? You got to, you got to kind of be strategic and be smart about how you move and how you try to assassinate someone's life because they already assassinated his character. Like he said, took his family away, labeled them crazy. Why? Because he spoke his opinion. He spoke how he felt. I mean, if you really think about it, yay been this way for quite some time. I'm not saying I agree with everything he said. I'm not saying that either, but what I'm saying is I don't, if you guys know, if you're old enough to remember, this is uh, during Hurricane Katrina, right? If you guys remember, he was on he was on live television with Mike Myers, the guy that made uh, Austin Powers, I think it was, yeah, the, the, the comic movie series. He was so when Hurricane Katrina was so bad, they were doing like telethons and, and they were asking people to donate live on television, and they were trying to fundraise to get the people in. Um, New Orleans money to help with the damage that were that was done during that time, right? And if you don't remember, please, I encourage you, please, it's so important that you go back on YouTube and type in like Kanye West, um, 
George Bush speech or Kanye West says Bush or hate black people. Like go back and go on YouTube and pull up this this uh video, right? So on the video, you'll see Kanye West is like sitting in front of it. He's sitting, he's on camera, and he's like waiting for his turn to speak. Mike Myers is saying his little giddy up. Um, this is uh, Mike Myers. Da, 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 yeah, Hurricane Katrina hit devastation. Please give what you can. Yada yada yada. I guess it was Yay's turn, and they gave him the mic. I lot of you not. The first thing he said was. I don't know if it was the first thing, literally, but it stood out. Like, the whole world, I was like, yo. Like, I remember it very vividly. I remember it very clearly. He said, George Bush hates black people. If you look at the reaction on Mike Myers' face, the man that was standing next to him when he said that, it's self-explanatory. That was off the cuff. That was live on television. So you have to ask yourself, was Ye always this person or is this something new? I bank on this is always who he was as an individual. So to hear him say what he said, what he what he is saying now. It's not surprising to me. I feel like he went through a process of being a part of the industry and playing his cards right. Until the breaking point, until he couldn't take it no more. And they pushed and they pushed and they pushed. And he was like, enough is enough. I can't do this no more because it was on his heart. It was weighing on his heart and his mind, his conscience. And he had to let, he had to let it out. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm an artist that reached heights of success that a lot of people have. And I accomplished things that a lot of people haven't like, what more can I do? I'm rich. I'm going to always be rich. Money is no it, money isn't going to be an issue for Ye for the rest of his life. So he doesn't have that's not something that he is bound to. He he's chained to the financial aspect of afraid of losing it all because we all know that once you start speaking truth to power, the first thing that they come after is your finances. In hopes of you shut the fuck up. Like this is this is playbook one on one. This is what they do. This is what they always have done. And if you don't take a hint, they get you out of there. This just what it is. It's just what it is. You could still label oh that motherfucker crazy. He he wackadoodle. He like Trump. He told Trump. He did that. But at the root of what he is saying, you can't deny it. It's undeniable. To deny it is to live in the realm of 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 not being honest. Now listen, I'm not sitting here claiming to know what happened to Bill Cosby's son, MJ's dad, his mom. I'm but I'm just saying. Those are hella, hella coincidence <laughs> to, to have happened to very successful people that just so happen to be in the industry in some way, shape or form or fashion and very successful in Hollywood bound. So that's my take on, you know, that 
whole ordeal. So what do you guys think so far as like what Ye said? Do you feel like he's a wackadoodle or do you feel like he has some validity? Like what he's saying has something like he's kind of making sense or is he just off his rocket? He's another loose cannon that don't know what he's talking about, even though he's been in the industry for tons of years. He's been in the industry now for shit. I don't know. So is he is he a so he a lunatic or he know, does he know what do he know what he's talking about? Like you tell me, what do you guys think? I tend to weigh, I I, I kind of feel like he <laughs> I think Ye is a really smart dude. And he's in that bag. He's a very faith, he's a very faith-based guy, man, individual who 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 wait. He holds on to his faith really hard. And he he I'm not gonna say he's not afraid of death. Um, but he is a very faith-based man. And he's standing his faith and he feels as though God got him. And that's what he stand on. So therefore he's not afraid to speak on the things that others are. Because it's not about the world. It's not about the world or what the world can bring to you while you're here. He's out. He stepped outside of that realm. He's connected to his source, his higher power. Cause he said it himself, you know, he tapped into that, that frequency that resonate with him. He, he's always been that guy. I mean, this is the same guy that made Jesus walks. So he's always been this super religious dude that stood on, you know, his foundation, apparently his mom, or it, it was a part of his upbringing. So I encourage him and I support him, man, because a lot of what he say or has said or will continue to say, and, and I hope that that brother be safe and move in a certain manner. But it's sad, though. It's, it's sad because all those people he named shunned him. They turned their back on him. They shitted on him. They called him an idiot, a, a lunatic, a, whatever they called him. They called him everything but their brother. They could have said anything. They could have said, listen, I don't agree with him, but hey, I support him because he's standing on what he believes in. So I encourage Ye to be safe as possible. Again, because people like him that bring truth to power are far few in between, far few in between. And when you get people like that, we have to support that and we have to rally around that. Because that does not happen often. So I thank you all for checking out the show again. This is just my thoughts. This is just my thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate all the love and support. I'm on all streaming platforms, uh, the Apple, the Amazon, all that good stuff. Uh, I hit y'all again soon. I appreciate all the love and support. I'll check y'all next time. Peace.